Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of parents downplaying a disgusting sibling's habit. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, entitled parent getting laughed at at the petting zoo. So this just happened today at my work. I work at a petting zoo. There were two kids, 8 and 11, who came in and started terrorizing everyone here. They started saying every curse word under the sun to everyone and harassed my animals by running after them and kicking them. One of my colleagues was taking a phone call and the kids decided that she was a good target for some reason. This woman cannot take confrontation. They started walking into her while she was sitting down and screaming in her ears. Eventually, she pushed them away and said, Do you mind? I'm on a phone call. I was not present during this, but my colleague came to me distressed about the kids. I went to them and asked them again politely to leave. I asked them before, but they didn't leave. That was enough for the kids to stay out by the gate and scream and kick the fences. We told them to stop multiple times politely, but to no avail. Eventually, they circled around and threw stuff, unknown what it actually was, to my goats and sheeps. They came back around and started badmouthing us yet again. Another one of my colleagues went to them and asked them to cool down. The profanity that came out of their mouth just shocked me. How can such young kids have such a vocabulary? I walked a little further away while I saw my colleague going for the hose. I knew what he was going to do. While I was inside, I heard the kids scream. Today was quite a hot day, 30 Celsius, 86 Fahrenheit, so I didn't think it was that bad what he did. The colleague came back with a big smile. I asked him what he did even though I already knew. He said he sprayed them. Now they should be cooled down, he chuckled. They went away. Fast forward 20 minutes later and the kids came back with the mom. She is so mad that she almost slammed the door into the kid's face almost. I'm already thinking this should be interesting. Can you explain to me why my son came home crying, she yelled. Me and my colleagues look at each other and they just started laughing. Even though I didn't laugh, I also found it quite funny. We explained to the mom what happened and she is not taking it. You pushed my son to the ground. He's only eight, she yelled as she pointed to my female colleague from earlier. She's dumbfounded because she didn't push him to the ground, but push him away. She explains it. The mom does not believe her. She demonstrated what she did with a colleague what happened. That doesn't excuse you for touching my kid, mommy said. My colleague calmly, but with some panicked voice, explains that her kids kept walking into her while she was on her phone and screaming into her ears. Still doesn't excuse you, mommy crossed her arms. My colleague stood up and walked away. She focuses her attention to the other colleague. And you, she pointed at him. You destroyed my son's bike while spraying them with water. This colleague does not take BS from anyone and said to her, Do you want to know why? There's no excuse. You destroyed his bike, mom said. This is where I jump in because I've not been present for both those interactions, but no one talks to my colleagues like this. So what is broken? I asked politely. The battery, she huffed. I'm already dumbfounded because a battery can take some water. Does it work, I ask? Yes, but, I interrupted her. So nothing is broken. That's not the point. He shouldn't have sprayed them with water, Mom said. 
I understand your anger, ma'am, but your boys did ask for this, I said, trying to explain what the boys did in order for them to receive a hose. Mom did not like my reasoning because son dearest can't do anything wrong. I explained that actions have consequences, but nope, this action was uncalled for. I tell her that her kids were really rude to me and my staff. Not only that, but the words they yelled at me and visitors around here were not welcome in here. He would never say that. Our camera will say otherwise. This point she realizes the cameras. So you have proof that one of your colleagues attacked my kid and the other one using brute force. The water spraying. On them. I'll get my husband here and he already has a criminal record so you better watch your tongue. My male colleague talks down on the woman. Respect is earned and the way they are behaving does not get any respect. Is that a threat? I ought to sue you for damage. Me jumping back in. I recall you said nothing broke. Well, if it does, I know where to find you, pointing at my colleague. This sounds like a threat, and we do not take kindly to threats, my colleague said. Is that a threat, she said? They replied, take that how you will. They go back and forward, not going anywhere and repeating the same stuff over and over. Somewhere in the back and forward, the kid said, what kind of petting zoo mistreats kids? Eventually, I jump back in again. The ones who deserve it. Mom turns her anger to me. I have a problem with your colleagues. The one who abused my kid and is secretly listening in and the one who hosed them. I said it is my problem if you threaten my colleagues. Fire them, the mom said. Excuse me? I was surprised by this response. You heard me. Fire them. They both abused my kids. I said, ma'am, please leave. We aren't getting anywhere here. And your attitude towards my colleagues and me is not welcome here. Actions have consequences, do they not, she said. I said, yes, ma'am, and so do yours. So this is your last chance before we call the police. This is the moment she realizes she is not getting anywhere with us. While walking away, she screamed, I know you're open till 7.30 and my husband will come. None of us corrected her because we're open till 5 and this happened at 4.30. I'm sure everybody there was seemingly grateful that their husband tried coming after business hours. No need to deal with any more of that. I just wonder if they would show up again the next day or something. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys can't get enough of hearing about entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is My Bio Mom is a Karen. Who man, do I have a story for you folks? Buckle up, it's a wild ride. So, My Bio Mom is a Karen. She's the most entitled person I know. If you give an inch, she will take everything, including the shorts you wear. A bit of my backstory, which sadly is relevant to all of this. I'm a 31-year-old who has brain cancer. I'm undergoing chemo and just finished radiation, but any changes in my health results in me having to go to the ER. Fevers, heart palpitations, you get it. I'm the kid in the bubble. Well, on this fateful day, I had to go to the hospital because my heart was racing and I was very short of breath. And because I can't afford the copay for an ambulance and I didn't have anyone else to take me, I had to ask her. So we get there and of course, she's whining about the parking after screaming at the attendants outside as if they had any control over how many people were in the ER that day. But I ignore it and continue to read on my tablet. The palpitations at that point were starting to cool off, but because my doctors asked me to stay, I just rolled with it. Now, I don't get reception. So my sister came into the hospital while I was talking to triage. They leave us in the small room for a moment and my sister asked how I was. I told her I wasn't feeling too good because, you know, 
chemo, that I was nauseous and achy. Before my sister could say anything, my bio pipes up. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. But I'm sick too, and goes onto a tangent about how she had a hard time sleeping and it was giving her a headache. To which I'm thinking, because not sleeping well and feeling headachy is comparable to chemo sickness, but I kept my mouth shut. My sister just gives me this knowing look, and we know how bio is. Bio leaves to run errands, which you can imagine I'm grateful for. Don't get me wrong, I deeply appreciate the time she took to bring me here, but I almost wish at this point I'd walked to the hospital, or chanced the copay, or called anyone else because she's treating the staff there so badly. And my diplomatic skills are wearing thin, because apologizing for another person almost never helps. I get discharged and told I need to see my PCP because something isn't right, which I see coming because my family as a whole have a history of heart problems that show up in our 30s to 50s. I mean, 30s is a bit early, but not entirely rare. Anyway, she ended up parking in the wrong place. Can you guess where she decided to park? in the oncology parking lot reserved for radiation patients. And her excuse, and this is where I got super, super angry, my son has cancer so I can park here. I lost it. I'm not even doing radiation anymore, and when I was, it wasn't at a hospital, it was at a cancer center. So I'm staring at this woman in absolute awe of her audacity. And it gets even worse. She couldn't figure out the level she parked in. So she starts screaming at the children's ward attendants that she could find where she parked as if they would know. I pulled my mask down as we got back into the elevator and mouthed, I'm so sorry. And they just gave me a knowing nod and a look of empathy. Me, a full grown person, getting a look of pure compassion from a children's ward staffer because my bio is causing a scene. Anyway, we get to the wrong level and she screams at another person. After the woman, who I'm deeply impressed with for this, calms Bio down, she tells her that the oncology parking lot is the lowest floor. Bio tells this random woman that I have cancer, out of the blue, as if it was a conversation piece, and I'm just staring daggers at her at this point. Like, having cancer is the only thing that makes my personality up. She drops me off, and I'm left feeling like I want to hide in a hole for the rest of my life. She's always been this way, but she really dialed it up this time. So hopefully this qualifies as an entitled parent story. I think it definitely qualifies, and I can't imagine how mortified OP is because I know if I were in their position and my parent was going around saying, get out of the way or give me preferential treatment, my kid has cancer, 
I would be embarrassed. I would be upset because they're just handing out your medical information left and right like that. It's just horrendous treatment of you and consideration of you. Our next story is entitled parents demand their children move back in to pay them money. So first up, this is not about me, but my girlfriend and her brother. They both agreed that I post that here. So first, some background. My girlfriend's parents are extremely religious. In their view, if you do not believe in Jesus, you are basically worth nothing. And oh, well, neither girlfriend or brother are religious. S, my girlfriend's brother, was always somewhat of an unwanted child, so he got ignored most of the time and basically raised himself. The result of this is that he picked up fights on the street just for fun for a while. He was also born with a genetic disease that made him feel no pain, which also infuriated his parents, because they told him he's nothing but a mistake, which caused also some psychological problems. L, girlfriend, on the other hand, was always said what she had to do what clothes she could wear, what friends she can meet, blah blah blah. All of this caused both of them to keep a distance to their parents, but since they were too young at the time and didn't have money to move out, they had to stay at home. Brother would just leave early and would return back home at night, while Elle got herself a job. Also, the whole time since both of them were born, their entitled parents spoiled their cousins. For example, they bought them two brand new PS5s, while S got nothing and L got a $10 gift card for Christmas. And yes, everyone in their family is okay with how they're treated. Now onto the main part. One day, the entitled parents sat down my girlfriend's brother on their dining table and brought his PlayStation down, which he saved money for for over a year. They put it on the table, and the father started smashing it with a baseball bat. That's because you didn't go to church today, he said afterwards. The thing is... S didn't go to church for over three years. He somehow managed to keep his cool and went up to his room, packed everything he had, and just left. The entitled parents just screamed that he's ungrateful, a child of Satan, and a mistake. The problem just was that this happened during the pandemic, so we had a little bit of trouble finding a place to stay. Luckily, a friend of ours had a spare room, so S moved in with him and his parents. He still lives there today. Now we jump to the end of 2022. By the time both S and L are 18 plus and L is saving money to move out, S is also doing a lot better since he moved out and you could clearly see that. Well, one day L texted in our friend group that she's moving in with a friend because her parents are doing something stupid, which got the attention of us all. We asked her if she's okay and what happened. She just replied, we'll explain later. On the same day, I drove with some others to her friend where L told us everything. Apparently, entitled cousins' parents have come to the conclusion that it's not a good thing when your 18- and 20-year-old children are just sitting at home playing games and refusing to get a job. So they told them they'll throw them out in a month. Both of them thought they were joking, so none of them looked for a place to stay. Two days before the deadline, they realized that their parents were serious, so they did the only thing they knew. Go to entitled parent and demand help. The entitled parents said they could stay at their house as long as they want. On the same day, they told my girlfriend that they'll move in, and that if they need anything, she's required to comfort them. Elle immediately knew that she'll become some kind of servant and immediately asked her friend if she would have some spare place. Entitled parents just said that if Elle would do this, she would throw away all that they did for her, and that she would not be their daughter anymore. To which she replied, that's fine. Her brother asked if she should visit them and get their minds straight, but she said that it's not necessary. Apparently their father got demoted in his job after brother moved out, so they only had barely enough money to support three people in their house. 
But now that there will be a fourth person, they won't keep up for long. At this point, we just question ourselves if the entitled parents have lost their last brain cell. And we also started making bets about how long they'll last. Well, fast forward to about a week ago, and S and L both got a message from their parents to meet up, which made both of them suspicious. They agreed to meet at a local cafe, but they brought me and two others with them. We sat at another table while SNL sat with their parents. This is the exchange. The brother said, so what do you want? Entitled father said, well, as you might know, your cousins moved in with us a while ago. He says, yeah. Did they finally decide to get their butts moving? Entitled mother says, don't you dare speak about them like that. Entitled father says, calm down, to entitled mother. Well, you two see, it was quite hard to keep up for all four of us. So we, me and entitled mother, thought it's time for you two to do your duty as our children. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The brother said, The heck are you talking about? The father says, Well, you two should move back in with us, but you should also pay rent. And since we've got no spare room, you both would have to share the basement. The entitled mother then said, You'll also spend more time with your cousins. She said it like it was some kind of honor. At this point, S started to laugh maniacally. My girlfriend said, Did you even listen to yourself? You never saw a brother as your son and told me when I left that I'm not your daughter anymore. We owe you jack crap. You treated us like dog crap for over 18 years while spoiling those idiots of cousins. You two dug yourself a hole, so try to get out of it by yourself. By this point, both entitled parents screamed that they didn't know what it was like to be a parent and that they should obey them, but SNL just started walking away. Entitled father wanted to go after them, but me and the others got between them. Now I'm back home typing this. If anything else happens, I'll update. Me and my friends also got a lot of stories about entitled people, and I might post them, but I don't know. So they treat their kids like crap, shame them when they finally leave to go on their own, and then come crawling begging for them to move into an even worse situation and pay money and just somehow forget the way they were treated the whole time? Yeah, if I were either of those kids, I'd be feeling the same way too and I'd be darn grateful I left when I did and ripped that band-aid off when it happened. This next story is, I feel bad for my mom, but she's expecting me to cover for her financially despite being a uni student with no job right now. So, I'm 19, I took a gap year after my A-levels and I've spent that time working full-time trying to save. I live at home, so thankfully I don't have to pay rent since my dad owns the house but because my mom struggles to pay her parts for the house every month, I've had to step in. Energy bills for 300 pounds. All our phone contracts also 300 pounds. For about 8 gadgets for 4 members. And even to send money back home to our relatives. It's been a struggle because I'm sending her thousands of pounds at a time and I've struggled to save money because of it, but I've managed. Now I'm going to uni. I plan to get a part-time job at some point later on, but I know that takes some time and so I'll be relying on my savings, my last salary for my job, and my SFE to carry me through for the time being. 
I also have a bursary, but I'm not due to get that first payment till late November. My SFE, for any non-UK readers, SFE is a maintenance loan you get from the government to help with living costs at university. It's usually never enough, though, is only about 4.6 thousand for the year, and my rent is 7.3 thousand, so I have to add on the extra money myself, as well as sort out food, travel, and other uni stuff. I have enough for the first term's payments thanks to my savings, and I plan to add it onto my SFE. However, my mom has asked if I could give her all of my SFE, cause she has some loan to pay off, despite me explaining that I'm already short of funds for just rent, let alone the expense of living in a new city. I'm so frustrated because she's genuinely expecting me to send the money even though if I do, I'll have virtually nothing to live off of, and I'm not getting any financial aid in return from my parents. I don't necessarily need advice, because I already know I can't even afford to give her the money, even if I wanted to, but I'm a bit upset that she would expect me to put myself in such a situation to pay off her loans. As much as I love her, and I know that she works incredibly hard and does what she can, it really isn't my problem, especially considering that my parents never help with my own financial issues. So yeah, that's my rant. I don't know if anyone else has any similar experiences and how they've dealt with it. I mean, I think at some point you just gotta look out for yourself. Realistically, it comes down to, I guess her ship is sinking, and you've got to decide whether or not to give your lifeboat up to her. Is it really worth it when you did all that you could to make sure you have that lifeboat for yourself? Our next story is, my sister, 13, scratches her rear or has blood from her time of the month on her fingers, and then touches food. My parents don't say anything, and try to talk this normal. And every time I say something to my parents, they act like I was talking about something really bad and they try to distract from the fact that they're ignorant and most of the time freaking stupid. They act like it's normal to scratch your crack and then immediately touch food without washing your hands. But it's not normal, it's just freaking disgusting. Either this is one of the most golden children of golden children, or concerningly, this is indicative of them doing maybe the same thing and not thinking it's a big deal. Either way, I think most people here can agree this is horrendously disgusting. Our next story is, my, male 21, mother, 60, thinks I have the obligation of telling her everything about what our family does. Ever since the divorce of my parents, about a year ago now, my mother has asked me now and again what my father was doing, where he was, if he had a new girlfriend. It got to the point where she asked me where did that new girlfriend live. Mind you, I never answered any question and just kept on repeating, if you want to know something about my father, then ask him. Whenever I said to her that I wouldn't give that info to her because it wasn't my job to be the post office between her and my father, she claimed that I didn't care about her, that if I cared, I would be on her side. I didn't fall into that trap and established a clear boundary about those questions. She felt attacked, but we carried on. Today, I told her I was going to a show with my father and brother for a reason I don't know, my brother never answers any of my mother's texts or calls. She asked me if my brother was coming, and I told her that she could ask him directly. She started with the whole, you don't care about me and stuff. She repeated that over and over, and I wanted to say that I did care about her, but I said that I didn't. Mental slip. I realized my mistake and immediately told her that I misspoke and said sorry. She decided to fix on the fact that I said that, that I didn't care about her, and left the room. I realized I did have some responsibilities because I misspoke, 
I went to her room and said sorry, that I did care about her and that she should ask my brother directly. She started yelling saying that she's given me everything in life. I asked her if I had the obligation of telling her absolutely everything she wanted to know, and she said that if it was about our family, I should. I realized I wasn't going to change her mind and left the room. Am I the jerk here? Is my mother manipulating me emotionally? I don't think OP's the jerk here. If I was a relative of OP and I knew what OP was doing, I would be incredibly grateful. She doesn't need to pry into everybody else's business. She needs to get a hobby or a TV show or something. And to answer OP's other question, I think she's definitely trying to manipulate OP emotionally. I don't think it's working too well. Our next story is, my mom gets mad we don't stay in the living room with her. Some backstory, three years ago my dad died from a heart attack that he was told would happen if he didn't stop smoking but ignored it and since then my mom will not let me and my brother go. So in the evening when we, my brother and I, are in our room and not in the living room with my mom, she gets extremely mad. It starts small like, are you guys not going to stay in the living room? But then it turns into her screaming at us, threatening to take away our phones if we don't stay with her. This is normally toward my brother, because I mostly spend most of my time in my room. But if my brother refuses to go with her, she'll start saying, OP, are you not going to come and show a good example to your brother? It's honestly irritating. Also, because if I want to sleep in my room, only when I tell her, she'll scream at me to stay in the living room. I once decided to sleep in my room and not stay in the living room and she came up to me and slapped my leg, screaming at me to sleep where she could see me. She says she's just scared of being left alone in the house, and all this will change when we get a new house. But I don't think it'll change anytime soon. I think it's safe to say that she has some real dependency issues and things that are definitely stemming from what she went through, and it's definitely not manifesting in a healthy way at all. I would very much suggest some kind of therapy, but I think the biggest challenge is going to be getting somebody to agree to go. This next story is, I'm unsure about how my mom treats me and needs advice. So, I'm going to go into my backstory. My current mom is my stepmom. My mom before was a narcissist and was a horrid person. She hit and abused me and my dad, but it's over now and I don't want to go into too much detail. My mom now met me when I was four. When I was younger, she used to slap me, and I remember as a kid screaming at the top of my lungs if she ever did something that upset me. I used to kick her and tell her to go away, and when I told her to go away, she refused to acknowledge my existence till I said sorry no matter the circumstances. I was 4 to 6 years old. Now I'm 16 and she stopped slapping me when I was 12, but it hasn't gotten much better. I'll explain today what has happened. She woke me up at 8.50am to clean my room because it was disgusting, her words. Which is fair, it was messy, so I was cleaning but I had to stop because I struggled to concentrate and cleaning my room is very difficult to do and usually I live in my room for about 3 days till it's done because otherwise if I went downstairs, she would get mad at me and ask if I'd cleaned it yet. This isn't a problem for me, but the dog ended up yelping really loud, so I shouted down if he was okay. She replied angrily and screamed, what, in a rude tone. So I didn't say anything else and just went into my room. Later on, I had my headphones in to try and help me make me concentrate getting my room finished, because I was getting distracted again. And I do this thing if I'm bored or nervous, where I pick my arms and face. So to not give in, I use music to help. But I didn't hear her call me, so she came into my room and said, I called you twice, so I replied, for what? 
because I didn't hear her and wanted to know what she wanted, and she gave me a disgusted look, looked me up and down and said, don't speak to me like crap. I immediately was confused and asked again what she wanted because I didn't know what I'd done. After, she stormed into her room and shut the door. She came back out again and said that I spoke to her rudely, to which I replied, I didn't mean to, I had my headphones in so I can't hear you well. Plus, you spoke to me rudely earlier, so why are you upset? She didn't take this well and said, Because I've been freaking doing all of your jobs that you and your dad can't be bothered to do when you were having a nice little lie-in. She tilted her head side to side when she said, Nice little lie-in. To which she made it sound like waking up at 8.50 was a crime. I didn't know I had to do those jobs yet, since she didn't tell me to do them, and she replied, I shouldn't have to tell you. You should have heard me hoovering and come down. And even after all of that, I still brought you a jam donut, which is what I was calling you down for. She also said I said, what do you want? I didn't. I asked why she called and said, what for? These small arguments happen all the time and sometimes she'll call me manipulative and selfish or that I'm a bench. I've asked her not to call me that and she said no. She says them because they're true and that I'm woke. She's also said, you're 16 now, I had two jobs at your age and threatened to kick me out. Sometimes I feel like she doesn't like me because I'm not her real daughter and I've cried over these situations many times. I want to leave, but she says that I'll get SA'd and killed if I leave by men on the streets. So I feel like I can't run away or leave, even though she says it's her house and she'll kick me out. I just need advice on what to do because I'm at my limits. I'm trying to get started with sixth form, but she makes it impossible to concentrate sometimes. Well, needless to say, she is definitely abusive, and one of the most frustrating things is dealing with a narcissistic person or just somebody with anger management issues that takes what for as a slight, like as if it has to have been something where you're coming at them or talking bad about them or giving them attitude because you just wanted to know what for, because you weren't dropping to your knees and being subservient absolutely 100% of the time. I think the best thing is for OP to get distance from this, although I think that's easier said than done. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear some more crazy entitled parent stories, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.